This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Steven, and I play Ulrich Orman, a gnome ranger, hexblade warlock, and chief arrow of the Warden Scout in Nui Satalis. And this is Advantage. Coralon Letharian was there when the old coral docked alongside the leafy, nimble astral ships of Arvindor. The High God greeted you warmly and congratulated you on a mission well done. The sight of Coralon lifts you uh, and fills you with a certain calm that you did not have in your voyage amongst the stars to and from Celestia. As the crew of the old coral unloaded the ship, Coralon brought you here, into the royal palace of Nasseldre. Now in the security of their court, Corlon speaks. The next stage of your journey will be difficult. I hesitate to even speak aloud that mission should somebody unseely overhear. But you know your quest. You know the risks. Many will be in pursuit should they identify you. Many more will be in pursuit should they identify that. And Corlon points at the cask of honey wine labeled Selenian Mead. And at that moment, one of Corlon's unseen servants pops off the top of the barrel. One of the court wizards flicks their wand and lifts a curious-looking device from its hiding spot in the mead. The wizard uses his other hand to magically whisk away the drink and leave it dry. This, the arcane battery, is clearly dwarven in design. Nearly the size of a loaf of rye bread, but boxier. The siphon itself is a golden and colored and embossed with this beautifully woven pattern in a black enamel. There's a heavy leather strap bolted from one end to the other. Corlon, god of the arcane, seems to understand this tool instantly. They reach out with their magic and hold the item still in the air, and with their hand they lift a small shutter window. Mm, This will tell you how much power you'll have inside. And you can see uh, that it's dark red now, and at max charge, it will glow a bright green. And this, says Coralon, lifting up the cable, will attach at the terminals to the top, and the ends of this cable feel sticky, so I imagine that the paddles on this end of it will just adhese into anything. Coralon is just looking at it very closely. They're immensely interested in it, but seeming to understand it all as they see it. Here's a switch. It looks like It has three modes, draw, purge, and equalize. So draw will suck the arcana in, purge will push the arcana out, and equalize will balance the amount in the battery with the object it's connected to. Hold the safety and press this button to do the thing. And I'm I'm sure you're all aware, but the deity in me feels the need to protect you. So please, for the love of the gods, don't press the purge button without it being connected into anything. Boom. Like, same with draw and equalize, just without it being less openly explosive. Uh, I wouldn't recommend 
putting it in your bags of holding either. Like, if it just went off mm. in a self-contained pocket universe, I can't explain how or where things would end up. Best guess that it's not great, though. Corlon's unseen servants uh, bring around a sleek crate stained with a glossy black. They crack open the seal and uh, reveal a host of powerful arcane tools. Oh yes, and these are for you. Some of them I was able to divine as being something you'd want, and others I know that you would find useful for a heist. There are many things in this box. Many things that, as players, you have uh, sent me your wish list over the past couple days, and I have curated them. Or rather, Coralon has curated them for you. Alaris, for you in here is a sword of answering. You gain a mm -hmm. plus three bonus to attack and damage, so it's a legendary weapon. Plus three? Yeah. While you hold the sword, you can use a reaction to make one melee attack uh, with it against any creature in your reach that deals damage to you. Uh, you have advantage on that attack roll. Any damage dealt with that special attack ignores any damage immunity or resistance that the target has. Okay. For Ulrich, uh, this weird bean bag. Yes! <laughs> Oh, you got the bag of beans? Bag of beans. I Steven really wanted the bag full, of beans. Full disclosure, for some I actually reason. sent Joe four options, prepared for them to uh, veto the bag. Me. No, to surprise me. And I, I, well, I did actually fully expect Joe to look at the bag of beans and be like, all right, I'm not doing this one. Like, it's dumb. There are three useful items in there and then the bag of beans. Uh, well, I didn't want to give you a whole lot of useful items. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about the bag of beans, though. Will it's you a, explain what it is for the audience? Um, <clears throat> it's basically grenades. Um, <laughs> you, they're like, let me, let me look up the exact. Inside this heavy cloth bag are three D4 dry beans. If you dump the bag's contents out on the ground, they explode in a 10-foot radius extending from the beans. Each creature in the area, including you, must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, taking 5d4 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. The fire ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. But here's the fun part. If you remove a bean from the bag, plant it in dirt or sand, and then water it, the bean produces an effect one minute later <laughs> from the ground where it was planted. The DM can choose an effect from the following, and there's like a table of, you know, different stuff, but, so you can either cause a few seconds of just utter chaos, um, <laughs> Or you can cause a few seconds of utter chaos a minute later. And I don't know how I plan to use these yet, but I am glad I have them. But Steven wanted it. So they're chaos beans. They can create so much chaos. So quickly. <laughs> I'm so quickly. Chaos beans. One of them, chaos. like, they just do some ridiculous things. They're like, the random, because there's like a D100, uh, like a list. Uh, oh toadstools sprout if it, and then if a creature eats the toadstool, they die. A geyser <laughs> erupts and spouts water, beer, berry juice, tea, vinegar, wine, or oil. Uh, a treant sprouts. Uh, <laughs> and animate immobile stone statue in your likeness rises like when you plant them <laughs> anything can go can happen oh, here i can't wait uh there's also in here a uh cape of mont blanc 
fit for a gnome. Ah, that was one of the useful ones. Uh, <laughs> I looked at that. I almost put that on my list. While wearing it, the user can cast Dimension Door, uh, which we have seen Dimension Door used uh, by Alaris uh, very recently. Mm-hmm. It made me think of uh, Takas, because he's, he's got a hat, I guess. but He's got a lot of innate teleporty spells right. as a Horizon Walker. For... You, uh, Ms. class, the Staff of Woodlands, cool. a plus two to attack and damage, and a plus two to all spell attack rolls. Also includes innately uh, speak with plants and awaken and uh, unlimited castings of pass without trace. And you can turn the staff into a tree. Yeah. If you just stick it in the ground, which can give you color or you can climb it or whatever. Mr. Stadyhand, uh, this tiny ring, I feel, would fit your finger very well. That's the ring of spell storing. Um, thought about giving you winged boots, but I felt as though this would do that job for you as well. In a roundabout way. I appreciate it. Plus, your prosthetic, not sure how one winged boot would work. Hmm. Not that we couldn't figure out a way, I mean... I am the god of the arcane, but this is, we already had this on hand, so it'll prove you well. Um, for anybody here, uh, these are, says Coralon, like pulling out a big old bag. This is Nolzir's Marvelous Pigments. Whole bunch of pots inside a fine wooden Ooh. box with a brush. Uh, allow you to create three-dimensional objects by painting them in two dimensions. The paint yeah. flows through the brush and the desire objects that you want as you concentrate on the thing. That's a great item. That's a really cool item. It's an arcane 3D printer. Yes. For anybody who wants it, I'm clearing out my closet and I found this hideous, hideous robe <laughs> of useful items. Oh. It is fit for an elf. I don't know what I was thinking when I created this, but I was smart and I did make it reversible. So that way you can have all the stupid tacky pockets on the inside and not the outside. And the outside, it's this beautiful purple velvet. I don't know. I'll take it. I figured you would. It's a cool item. <laughs> Who doesn't like useful things? Me! <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm also really excited about these paints. <laughs> I really, really enjoy that. Zach over here getting useful stuff, and I got beans. And the cape of Mont Blanc. No, the cape is pretty badass. I'll, I'll, I'll grab that. And specifically with your uh, project in mind, here are three other things. This I call I Scry. It is a contact lens that lets you see where the scrying mirrors are, where scrying views are. Cool. Basically, it lets you see the magic security cameras. Yeah. I scry. That's really clever. So one of you can wear that. Is it like is it like a monocle? Is that what you said? Contact, contact lens. Contact lens. Important question. Does it change your eye color? It can. What color do you want it to be? I don't want to wear it. And... Uh, I'm gonna say it makes one of them purple, just cause. Okay, I'm I'm looking at looking at the uh, canon Ulric on Hero Forge, and Ulric's eyes are just white, or like a gray, like a like a oh, okay clear icy gray. Well, Man. now one of them is purple. Nice, rad. I figure, and I figure that can make some kind of sense. Like it's an arcane object, so it's not likely to be sure stealthy. I guess like it's it's. It has a purpose, and that purpose is not to be hidden. I also have for you uh, this small magic splash potion. 
This is called Black Magic. It is a single-use splash potion that instantly turns the entire room black, or like a 300-foot square black, whatever's first. Nothing can be seen, not even through a scry, not dark vision or true vision, like only blind sight. Uh, this will be noticed by everyone, says Corlon. And it will send it into chaos. It'll last for one minute or until magically dismissed. And any opposing force must burn a higher level spell slot to uh, force dismiss the spell. Neat. Okay. I don't want to hold. I don't want to hold that one. Um, Here you go, Grimton. I mean, <laughs> I can hold that uh, if you need me to. Takes it from Grimton. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold this. Let me. <laughs> so I put the marvelous pigments in my bag, just so everyone's aware. And finally, one more thing. This is the grapple winch. It is a grappling hook that will raise anything to its fixed point up to five tons and a quarter mile away. Wow. All right, Grimton, this one's definitely yours. This is the most rope-like thing that I could find. That's appropriate. Hold on. So this pulls anything... Pulls anything to a fixed point So up to a quarter mile away. It pulls with five tons of force. You could grapple something and pull it toward you, or you could grapple like a piece of metal or something like a building and yeah. Spider-Man pull yourself to it. Or right. Batman, I guess, because he does grappling. It's just a, it's, it's a super strong, very far grappling hook. When retracting this, what speed does it like retract, I guess? Let's go back into our Fast and the Furious talk. <laughs> when we're talking about a quarter mile drag. What's a good quarter time? You, you got me. I, I don't know anything about that world. What is it, like 10 seconds? That sounds right. It's a t it's 10 seconds because it's a 10 second car. A quarter mile in 10 seconds? Yep. A quarter mile in 10 seconds, yeah. That's what you want your car to do in Fast and the Furious world. Let's say that at full throttle, it's a 10 second car. Do you have control over that? So like if you want to slow it down, you can, or are you just beholden to that speed every time you shoot this thing? Once you press the retract button, it will move at whatever speed you set the throttle to up to a 10 second car. Okay, okay. So you can you can control it a little bit. No half measures. No setting it to 10 second to be like, whoa, slow down. If anything, you could only hit the NOS button and go fast. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Corallon reaches into the uh, opened barrel of honey mead and magically summons six cups for the five of you, including Maylin, and the god themselves. As Corallon dips their own into the honey mead, the cup that is floating in front of you fills with that same drink. Corallon raises theirs and says, to your success, Ia. Yeah. yeah. Hey friends, it's Joe. So glad you're here with us for episode 2.57? 2.57. Uh, check out our sponsors, Dark Silver Forge and Cosmic Blue Minis. Uh, Dark Silver Forge makes stunning Zeke Alley dice sets. Everybody at advantage rolls their bones you know this just get your own dang it they come highly recommended 10 percent off your order at darksilverforge.com by using the code advantage dnd no spaces all caps uh, they make great holiday gifts five whole sets of dice i have given it gifts and they are loved and treasured by the people that roll with them currently um cosmic blues prints and paints custom minis 
uh, like the kind that you probably have a ton saved on. Hero Forge, use that same code for a discount there. Advantage D&D, no spaces, all caps. I love the work that I have seen Gavin put out. The entire cast of ARCs 1 and 2 has been done by Cosmic Blues. It's fantastic. Join the Darkmoor Podcast Network Discord channel and find other wonderful artists and gaming podcasters. Uh, there's a link down in the doobly-doo. Um, last episode, I now announced that DM Shower Thoughts is evolving their presence into a show called Dragon Mind. Uh, Dragon Mind seeks to find everybody's best selves through tabletop gaming. And in addition to podcasts, we'll be producing YouTube videos. Uh, since the last episode, I've listened to both of the apps that are in the Dragon Mind RSS feed on uh, Apple Podcasts, and I'm very impressed. Go subscribe to their show. Uh, as we draw near to the close of 2021, we will prepare to celebrate our fifth anniversary on New Year's. And as tradition, we will do our annual mailbag. Send us your questions on Discord or email it to us at uh, advantagednd at gmail.com. Uh, DM us on any social media. I'll compile them all. Deadline for getting those in is December 25th. Uh, all right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Flash forward. We're all right at the edge of the portal, like about to go in. I'm gonna take the gorget. I'm just gonna leave it in this this area and just go through. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Put it behind a bush or something. You unceremoniously doff yourself uh, from this gorget and step into the portal. You dunk your head into its waters and your vision bends and your sense of direction changes. And when you bring your heads up, you are once again on the cusp on top of the astronomy tower of the Weaver School in the Azure Keep. It is morning, and dawn is just barely beginning to break. The sun hangs in the east in the direction of the Springwood. With the stars no longer visible, there's no class in session in the astronomy tower, but the room is not empty. There's a sleeping Lieutenant Andrew Harkwood slumped on the wall. You see a paper in his hand, likely his written orders, and he is snoring. Give me insight checks. I'm rolling a dice. Well, that's a seventeen. Seven. <laughs> Good thing my mods kick ass. Twelve. Seventeen. Dang. This is actually really perfect for the two of you, Alaris and Grimton. Harkwood, you could tell, is here to collect somebody and bring them to report to the special legionnaires. And honestly. It's probably just Alaris that he's after, because Alaris is the one that everybody who witnessed the portal opening knew. So it's likely that it's only Alaris that the Empire knows went to the Astral Sea. Morlinde and Auric, even with lower inside checks, you could tell that you'd want to be quiet. Like, not that waking him up would be the worst thing, but if you could get away with being quiet, it would suit your project better. You have to unscrew the lens from the telescope and refold the uh, Coralinian fabric that is the portal. Mm-hmm. Who would like to do that? And who would like to risk a stealth check doing those two things? Uh, one of one each. I'll do the, f- the first thing. Okay, so you're going to go up to 
the uh, the telescope and unscrew the uh, viewfinder lens. Give me a stealth roll, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be uh, 26. I think you do it. I think that it's it sounds pretty So funny. I walk up to it and, like, with all of the, like, grace of opening a jar, I give it one, like, to kind of get it going and then yeah. flick it. And it just goes, and then right before it's going to, like, tumble off and make sound, I go and grab it and just move it off. So it's kind of like... <laughs> Yeah. Like Why would off like you a, risk like a... showing off at this time? <laughs> you are a mad lad. <laughs> and I say lad in a gender neutral, sure, non-binary yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, like boy, like B-O-I. I think Maylin is going to whisper to you, impressed, you're a mad lad. And is going to Thank have to make you. a stealth roll. Oh, no! <laughs> Maylin rolled an 18. Okay, good. I'll fold up the, the sheet, the cloak, the... Yep. Yep. Whatever. The portal fabric. Ah, uh, that looks to be a 20. In the middle of the floor is the hatch that leads down from the astronomy tower. Who is going to brave opening the hatch? I assume Zach and I are excluded from having done yes, the first please. two. Yes, he was making a. I wanted. I want to, to face. <laughs> In my brain, yeah. I was like, "This is Grimton's task." I, don't I know. I know, is, but it is. I know, Yessie. This is. A... I only have plus two stealth, so I'm gonna. I'm. Oh, like that matters. This is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this you got is, negative, right? This feels like something Grimton would do. Uh, I have a plus one. Oh. Okay. My my <laughs> negative my negative one stat is is wisdom after I retooled Grimton. <laughs> okay. Eleven. <laughs> I think that you you go at this with all the best intention, and I think that oh, yeah. <laughs> what squeaks isn't the motion of the hinge on the hatch lifting up, but is your prosthetic. See, it's been a long time since you've oiled your prosthetic, Grimton, and Harkwood gives a oh, 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 oh there you are. Where you been? Uh. Yeah, Alaris can explain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, those those fifteen seconds of silence were definitely <laughs> in character. I'm not. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Um, <laughs> we're all just like. Oh. Uh. Here, I've got these orders for you anyway. Uh, and uh, he slips uh, Alaris a piece of paper that says, Bring S.L. Geldrim, uh, 1072-81-522, to report. Yeah, I'll, I'll go at some point. Okay. Sounds good. Yep, all right. You uh, have a good day. Where, where did you go? We went through a portal. It's fine. To where, though? Like, every... They wouldn't tell me. Yeah. It might be a little above your rank. Yeah. I'm a higher rank than you are. Yeah. <laughs> are you though? Yes. We've gone over this. Well, catch you later. <laughs> I just start walking out. I, I scuttle behind Alaris following. You know, you're being pretty cagey about this. Yeah. 
says Harkwood as you're uh, like shutting the hatch. It's. I'm sorry. It's just been a really long day. I want you know. You know, I can, I could just pretend like I didn't see anything. I mean, that would be pretty awesome if you'd be willing to do that. Come back up here. Just Alaris. Alaris is the only one that I'm after. Sure. Yeah. It, it's gonna cost you though. Uh, sure. What's what? What you need? Let's say. Uh, hundred gold. Um, how? That's a thousand dollars, right? A thousand U.S. American dollars in the year of our Lord twenty twenty-one. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll I'll pull out with a with a tear and knowing how long it's been around and all the adventures we've had, I'll I'll say Abla and I'll be like, how would you accept a flame tongue sword instead? That's so much more than a hundred gold pieces. It Give is. Me a persuasion check. Gosh. I don't have any gold though. That's got to be with advantage because it's a cool sword. Hell no. <laughs> because he's not after a sword; he's after yeah, money. He still has to liquidate that somehow. Yep. Yeah. Now he's got to find a fence. Uh, eighteen. It's not illegal. Well, it is illegal, but like the object isn't. It's not stolen. He doesn't need a fence. Give me. Um, everybody, hop in there and uh, say words. Roll your persuasion. And do the help modifier. And Lars, you're giving away flame tongue. It's worth much more than a hundred gold. Oh my! Would you roll? And that yes, one. Sir. Yeah. Hmm. That one sounded a little forced. Clearly hokey. A uh, very clearly hokey. Like that's worth so much more than a hundred yeah. gold. Clearly <laughs> no, forced. It, it, it definitely is. Like, are you sure you want to? You want to part with that? That's I, right. Double I, down, Alric. Double down. Yeah, oh, definitely. Do I want to part with it? No, I don't want to part with it. What I prefer is to not be known that we were here. Obviously, yes. I rolled 17. Just, or just take the sword. And I rolled 18, so... Just take it. So that puts it up to 22? I don't really want a sword. But... <laughs> it's a pretty cool sword. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool sword. It's the coolest of swords. Do you fight much? Come on, for old time's sake. You say that. We weren't really... We weren't pals at the Weaver School. We just knew each other. But I'll take it. Whatever. I didn't see anything. Thanks. I'll just tell him that... Say that I was waiting here quietly and that the lens and the fabric just disappeared and that you were nowhere to be found. Okay. Question. Yep. Uh, I guess this might be an insight roll. Would this guy be responsive to quick hug? Give me an insight check. Okay, yeah, like I'm trying to see if Alric can tell that quick hug. <laughs> Not great. Seven. <laughs> uh, you give Harkrider a uh, a quick hug, and Harkrider mm, don't like this. <laughs> Sorry, but thank you. The best away. thing that you can do is don't get caught. So I can have deniability. Don't get caught doing what? Exactly. Yep. Finger guns, and then we leave. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. Definitely, we are all exiting finger guns, like walking backwards until we get to the hatch. <laughs> How very uh, Sokka of you. Yes. As we're leaving, clearly still within like earshot of uh, Harkwood. Is that his name? Uh, yes, Harkwood. Um, I did. I said Harkrider earlier uh, because I'm from Conway. <laughs> yeah. Or have have lived in Conway for too many years. 
as still within earshot of Harkwood, not trying to like be sneaky about it, I'm gonna go, I still don't know if I like that guy. I'm gonna be honest with you, Lars. <laughs> You are now in the city of the Azure Keep, on the city side, not the keep side. You're coming down from the uh, the Weaver's School. You need a plan. What are you doing? Where are you going? Y'all want to get some coffee? Um, <laughs> right now? What time of day is it? Don't we have a a big scary battery? It's with us? dawn. Yeah, oh, you. It's not visibly scary, but you are Holding visibly carrying like it. A box. Have it. Yeah, it's. It's essentially a car battery with a strap. Yeah. What I'm hearing is that nobody wants coffee. Though. I'll have coffee, uh, Alara's. I just, like, are we gonna really try and do this uncaffeinated? Like, we're not gonna, well, like, sit and take a we're probably not gonna go right now. It's the middle of the, <laughs> it's the yeah. morning, right? Yeah. We're not gonna do a heist. This is Maylin. So when are we going to do a heist? You don't have any plan. Let's stop saying the word heist out loud. So. <laughs> how, about, <laughs> how about we just go back to my mom's house for now? Tea and coffee there. Go up to, like, the attic area. Because no one's going to be looking for us in, unless, you know, um, Harkwood tells them to. I don't. Or, you know, at least stop by, say bye to mom, and then we can be on our way and, you know, just hang out in the forest and do some planning. That's fine, too. Whatever you guys want to do. And we'll figure it out and we'll just do it tonight. You know? Smash cut! There's no military presence that you can see when you approach Mama Geldrim's conglomerate of a house. Uh, it seems as though the Empire of the Pandominion reckoned that you'd be uh, dutiful enough to your post that entrusting Harkwood as your only messenger seemed enough. Uh, you open the door and you find uh, your mother and Nexby being poured uh, mugs of coffee by Art. Ah, welcome home, my child! Tell me everything! Where did you go? Did you go to space? Art, get some more cups of coffee. See, there's coffee here. Arik happily sips their coffee. Hey, mom. Sit, 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 sit. Tell me, did you, did you see, did you meet them? Who, who's them? God. We met Corlon. Yes, um, yes. Oh, that's so that, cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Were they great? Yeah, they, they, great? yeah, they, they were great. Very friendly. Very, Very friendly. friendly. They got this cool cup that fills up other people's cups. It's sweet. What did you do up there? Uh, I got this cool new rope. It's got pockets. <laughs> Very dashing. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Where did you get it? Old Navy? Uh, no, from Corlon. Corlon's just like, here you go. Have a fun little rope. I'm like, thanks. She uh, reaches out and sniffs it. Is this the smell of God? Of a God? Sure. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Um, what does it smell like? Grimton. Sniff this. <laughs> um, getting hints of lavender. Oh, okay, I was gonna say lilacs. Well, I like lilacs purple better. flowers. It's definitely a purple flower color. Those smell the same to me. What do you mean it's all the same to you? You're a druid. Oh, out of character. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> In character. It's all the, all the, all the flowers all are the flowers same. Apart. All flowers is flowers. Those are purple flowers. Staring bleakly into her coffee. It's all no. the same. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Mom, uh, unfortunately, we can't s stay much longer. Uh, Miss Geldream, do you want plausible deniability? <laughs> Mom, don't worry about it. Grimton's just talking crazy. We'll be fine. <laughs> um... Uh... <laughs> 
No, I'd rather know where my son is going. All right, that's then you may stay for the conversation that's about to happen. Oh, are we gonna have it here? I mean, there's coffee. Where would we go that's safe? Like the attic, the office. Uh, not in the Azure Keep anymore, I guess. It would be Mama Gildream. We're just this is sensitive information and. Grimton just wanted to make sure that you were ready to be privy to sensitive information because it is the kind of sensitive information that, like, might make us a target. Yeah, that's is special mean... legionnaire stuff. What? Adjacent? Sort of. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least that important. It's a mission from Corlon. A secret one. Yes, I want to hear it. Absolutely, I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. But it's a secret mission? I, I guess not just Coralon. Everybody roll me insight checks. Oh my goodness. That's a Nat 20! That's a Nat 1, so that's a that's a that's a four? Um 17. That's two ones in a row. Yeah. Me and Morlinda over here with good rolls. I mean I have plus seven. I love insight. Insight is my favorite skill in fifth edition. So all of you can tell that Mamad Gel Dream seems pretty up and up. Also, that Nexby is prepared to be a part of whatever plan that you have. Yeah. Alaris and Grimton, you're kind of worried about Art. And Art is in the room with you at the moment. Art, you don't have any family ties to anybody here. I, I would understand if you'd want to excuse yourself and wouldn't want to be here for these discussions. What do you mean I don't have any family ties here? Mm. Well... Well, yeah. What you mean? <laughs> uh, Art, is there something I don't know about your relationship to Miss Geldream? I thought you were Mama Geldream. Smacks him on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. This is between me and my child. All seven of us. And the the unknown. <laughs> <laughs> says art and art uh excuses himself pours but does you the service of refilling everybody's coffee and then leaves the building like a gentleman he, he opens he opens the front door and excuses himself to get down to brass tacks we've got to go back to the springwood yeah mm -hmm. and acquire a large amount of arcane power mm -hmm. i've never been to the springwood and then use that arcane power to do something to stop... Don't tell me what. Don't tell me what. To stop the war. The Great Scuffle. Now, are you sure you're allowed to be telling me this? Allowed? What do you mean? I think, I think I'm allowed to do whatever I want, you know? Yeah. Did you drop your gorget? <laughs> he loses one gorget and all of a sudden... No. You throw ethics out the window. I'm not sure that our... I'm, this is... I'm saying in character. I'm not sure that... Um, that whole like step about acquiring lots of energy is going to be a thing that anyone in the Springwood wants us to do. Oh yeah. Mm. And so that acquisition is of questionable legality. Yeah. This is gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, Are you pulling a heist? I mean we're not using the word and in public, but it's definitely a heist. Are you going on <laughs> A quest. Can you borrow arcane energy? It's debatable whether or not that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I would imagine that you could use arcane energy and then give it back, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I imagine that the arcane energy will be dispersed 
somehow yeah. and probably will not be given back to the thing back. that we take it from. Well, that um, seems pretty much like stealing then, doesn't it? But in theory, it's Grimton says slapping the arcane battery, which I'm just going to assume he's carrying. You can charge this puppy back up and like refill the God Spear, right? Whoa, Grim, stop. Right. Don't, make sure you don't touch the button. The God Spear? <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing the God Blinder? Yeah. But like, we don't need the thing. It's the biggest Just, magical item we could think of in the immediate area. Don't, we're gonna leave it there. We don't need that. Yeah. We, we just need, need the energy. juice. And who Next knows, week. maybe the nature of magical items in the world, like maybe it'll just slowly replenish its own magical power over the course of centuries and millennia. <laughs> and by the time they need it, it'll be fully charged again, you know, as it just yeah. absorbs magical energy from the aether. It'll be a perfect sustainable cycle. And really, is it was is it not the weapon that Coralon used to blind Grumsh? So really, we're just- All these apologetics are fantastic. <laughs> Next be is- smiling a coy little smile and she's nodding her cheeky little head you know what i just thought of uh. next be it's perfect we can do the heist from above because they'll never see it coming right they've probably never been attacked from above before isn't no. the god blinder indoors and also should i take the tyrant's bane to the springwood and risk being fired on by elven wizards attacking a quote-unquote dragon. Hmm. We've seen the way that people react to the tyrant's bane. You'll remember a whole uh, Fast and the Furious drag race situation yeah. to the Azure Keep. Well, regardless, we should probably get the tyrant's bane at some point today and move it out of the Azure Keep immediate area. I'll get it ready. Because we... You, we might need a getaway vehicle if you mm -hmm. catch my drift. Your Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have it ready. I'll get it ready. Why were you smiling next week? Because this sounds like so much fun. Are you kidding? Huh. For what it's worth, while this is going to be legally questionable, the god who literally owned that spear said we could do it, so. <laughs> That's true. So, you know. Like, we have the highest permission. It is what it is. We're just gonna see how it goes. What's the worst that could happen? We do have Coralon's permission. Why aren't we just walking in there? And the reason we're not doing that is because our overall goal is to do this without alerting the Pandominion forces that oh, we have yeah. this giant we super weapon. I mean, and, and if we just walk into the Springwood and say, hey, we want to charge our super weapon with your thing, Corlon told us to, then they're going to tell other people and they're going to tell other people. And then pretty soon everyone knows about it. And then we're in even more trouble than we already are, which is a lot. Mama Gal Dream's eyes are wide. You know, Alaris, this old brain isn't what it used to be. That feels like it was months ago. To be honest, Mama Gal Dream, the actions that we take today are likely to set us on a path that will complicate every other aspect of our lives. And I can't speak for Alaris, but make certain aspects of returning to the Pandominion not a good idea. That is true. But if we accomplish our goal, then, you know, we should be welcomed back as heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Girl Dream is shaking her head and is, like, half looking like she's about to cry and half looking like she's so excited to be a part of this and half in amazement and there's a lot of halves in there um <laughs> but sarah's a math person not me um and 
she looks at you, Alaris, and says, is this really what we have to do? I, I believe it's what we have to do. All right. And she walks over to the table and she takes one big arm and sweeps off everything onto the floor and it just crashes and she doesn't (laughs) wince at that and she pulls out the chairs says let's plan a heist (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dream is the goat (laughs) and we're gonna stop the recording soon Hundred gold. A um, thousand U.S. American dollars in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. Yes. Would you? Uh, you know what? Can I just pay him with the special engineers thing? That's gonna no. But, <laughs> I mean, gonna know. I mean, yes, <laughs> you can. Nobody's but you, you know. literally. Okay, let me go. Let me go over the mechanics of the special legionnaires thing for you, Olars. Uh, you literally write a check oh. mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the person, and then they go cash it. Mm-hmm. And that that check has a carbon copy on a mirror page mm-hmm. back with again. the yeah. again. Um, who would know what the check was for? The person that cashes it. Yeah, but like going they're, to- they're actively looking for a bribe. So like we're all and a little under uh, the table. No one? one's no one's hands are clean. No 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 no. Paper trail. What, but when when the special legionnaires are going through their uh, balancing their budgets, they're gonna look at the mirror page mm-hmm. and see that money is missing. All right. Yeah, that's um, where you write it off as miscellaneous. Like, you're gonna get audited. All right, like, uh, you're gonna get audited above the table. Mm-hmm. Would anyone be upset if I gave him the, like, flame tongue sword? Oh, my heart. Because I just got a new sword. <laughs> that's mean, really cool. Uh... <laughs> if, if anyone would be upset, I won't do it. It's okay. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. <laughs> no, yes, he would be upset. Grimton is fine. Say Abla one more time. Like a proper German gentleman. Interesting that you read Art Simone as German. Is that not? Uh, <laughs> I'm just doing a weird conglomerate of accents. Oh, well. But I, I, it's funny that you hear German in it. I kind of heard some German. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where's my accent from? I don't know. <laughs>